Well, Johnny, the angels are bad, and we think that's a good thing, and we'll tell everyone why. The draft happened on Sunday, and we'll share the details about the angels' number one pick, Zach Neto, and we'll share some angel news on Trout and Otani and some guy named Phil Goslin. You're Locked On with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast. Audio listeners, please rate and review the pod. It helps other people to find it like you did. And video watchers, please subscribe and click the bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. Hey, thanks for joining us for this edition of Locked On Angels. You've got the Frisch Brothers, a.k.a. the Super Halo Bros with you. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. And I don't care what the Verlanders say. I think you and I are the best brother duo in baseball. Mike. <laughs> Amen. Preach on. Let's go. Listen, I know Justin's in the all-star game, but that's okay. I still admire you I, as, as the older brother. I am in the brother hall of fame. John. You know that I am. I'm your favorite brother. Just admit it on the pod right now. <laughs> I can't confirm or deny. I can't hurt anybody's feelings here. Uh, nobody. They're not listening. Come on. <laughs> Well, speaking of the All-Star Game, I'm going today. I'm very excited. I'm heading out there with my friend Julio from the Town Tailgate Podcast, and uh, we're excited to go, but uh, I'll have plenty of stuff to report from the game, so keep up with us at Super Halo Bros and Locked On Angels on Twitter and Super Halo Bros on Instagram. And uh, But we do have some news about the Angels regarding the All-Star Game. Number one is that Otani said he's not going to pitch in the All-Star Game. He was selected as a pitcher by MLB. Uh, He wants to be ready for his start in Atlanta because the second half starts on Friday and we got to come out swinging, Michael. Now, where does that leave us as Angels fans? How do we feel about that? What What do you think? I like it. I'm happy about it because it shows that Shohei has his priorities straight. Like, he Mm -hmm. wants this team to be good. He's on a hot streak, and I think he wants to be fully rested. He is going to hit, and he's going to lead off, which is awesome. But he wants to be fully rested for this start, and we got to be ready because it's the Hotlanta Braves. Mm -hmm. These guys are really, really good, and they're really, really taking it to the teams that they're playing. And so I want Shohei to be fully rested. I want him to be fully ready, and I think that that it's important for him to be fully focused on the season, even though we're 14 games under 500. I love that he is prioritizing the regular season and not the all-star game. How do you feel about it? I'm fine with it, honestly. I mean, it's great that he's still going to hit, and I hope he takes Kershaw deep in the first pitch of the game because that would oh, be pretty be great. cool. <laughs> and then we'll say, where was that when Kershaw pitched last week? <laughs> I know, no kidding, right? When Mr. Perfect Game almost. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm happy about it for all the same reasons you said. I mean, it is... A bummer that it won't work out schedule-wise. But we've we've seen what he can do. We've seen yeah. him in last year's game. I think doing the derby and pitching and hitting and going through all of that in the span of two days. Yep. Uh, I, I, and all the media attention. I mean, he was the star of the show last season, and, and rightfully so. And I think he still is the star of the show. He's showtime. Absolutely. Uh, but, but just he did so much last season, and I'm sure that that was a learning experience. I know that he knows his limits. Yeah. He knows his body best. He knows his routine. So I think Shohei making this decision, agreed, is great for Angel fans because he wants to keep up the streak that matters, and that's his win streak on the mound. So I'm yeah. excited that he made this decision. Well, and going into the All-Star break last year, he had 34 home runs, John. Yeah. And so he yeah. was really on a hot streak. And so him doing all the things that he did last year 
was awesome and we got a taste of it. And if you missed it, sucks for you, right? Like <laughs> I want him to be ready for this second half. And I think that he's going to have a big second half. I think that he could really replic- replicate his first half of last season in the second half. And we're going to need him to do that if the Angels are going to be in contention and be competitive mm-hmm. for the next 70 games. Yeah. And now we also have news. I mean, we knew that Mike Trout wasn't going to play the all-star game, but he was put on the IL and that was retroactive. So he is eligible to come off on Saturday. So he won't yeah. be in the game on Friday, but now it's rib inflammation. So at first it yeah. was back spasms. Now it's rib inflammation. It sounds like something about his swing has been hurting him. And I'm sure if he's been playing through the pain, I mean, gosh, miss. Okay. Here's my thought. Swinging and missing at all of those fastballs makes sense now, because yeah, if you're in does. pain, it totally reduces your bat swing and the speed of your bat swing. Yeah. And I think that might have been what trout was going through. So to me, that says he's a gamer. I think he tried to stay in the game as much as he could and and finally spoke up when when it was just too much and knew it wasn't getting better because sometimes you have to play through stuff. Sometimes you have to play through those those injuries and and try to help the team out. But it was good of him to kind of admit finally, eh, I think I need to sit this one out. And so for me, him not playing the All-Star game, I think when you think about the optics, it would have been bad. I think so. If he had played the game, right? Because he missed the last four or five games with the Halos, and then all of a sudden he's better to play the All-Star game. I mean, theoretically, it could have happened, but it just sounds like he's got some injuries that are stacking up like Tetris pieces on there. And so... Uh, I just think that it's good for him to sit this one out. Yeah, I mean, he's going to get, you know, a few days off, even including the days that he already had off. But yeah. just take it, take it easy is really mm-hmm. what I would hope that he would do this week. And we have talked about Trout, and we have come at Trout pretty hard. But the thing that I find interesting is that there are fans who are like, let's just get rid of him. He's passed. He's washed up. He's all this, right? Like, who would have thought that that would have been the narrative just a couple of years ago with Mike Trout? And I think, really, it's just a combination of everything that has fallen apart Mm -hmm. with the halos this year I think when Jeff Fletcher said it on our show yesterday he said it best like everything's gone wrong Mm -hmm. right and this might be one of those things where it was back spasms for Mike but then he got checked out and so the designation is rib inflammation like he's really his core is really sore I didn't mean to rhyme there but (laughs) his core is really sore and that's the thing about hitting right like you have to have a solid core in order to really be successful. We saw that with Albert Pujols a few years ago, and even with Anthony Rendon and his hip issue. Mm -hmm. When your core is not solid, it really affects everything that you do. And then when you start to heal, you actually have to relearn, and your muscles have to be retaught how to swing and how to do a lot of the things you were doing before, Mm -hmm. and then you can get right. And so I think this is good for Trout to heal, have some fun at the All-Star Game, see some friends, and then get back with us on Saturday and be healthy, and I hope he's healthy for the rest of the year. Me too. Uh, One thing that he did say is that he's going to participate in the World Baseball Classic. He's going to be the captain of Team USA. So I think he feels bad for missing the All-Star game. So he's making it up to all of us with (laughs) But you know what? Uh, For me, I'm very interested in this because it'll be great to see Mike Trout play on such a big stage like that. Yeah. And and I know that the Olympics did bring back baseball, but the whole reason we have the WBC is because the Olympic baseball was gone for It was gone for, for a while, yeah. Like 15, 20 years or something. Yeah. So I, I think it's really cool that he's gonna be 
the captain of, of Team USA, and and I love watching the World Baseball Classic. It's one of my favorite things. What do you think? I've never really gotten into the World Baseball Classic, and I think it's because mm. the stars for at least the USA team haven't been there. I think mm. it was Todd Frazier was like the most well-known name <laughs> on the team the last time we did this. And so, and of course, Mike Sosha, I think he managed the last World Baseball Classic, or he's managed at least he, one of the World Baseball managed, Classics, right? Uh, he managed the Olympic team. I know that. Was it the Olympic team? Yeah. Maybe I'm getting, see, how, that's how much I've that's paid attention. <laughs> I haven't really paid attention. And so having Mike Trout there, I think, is really, really key for people to get eyes on the product. And maybe mm-hmm. this is the thing that actually kind of unwraps Mike Trout for America and allows hmm. America to buy into, hey, you know what? Trout's kind of Jeter-esque. <laughs> Trout's kind of like that guy that we just, we really like. He's fun to watch. And here's the thing that I have really been interested in. I, on the plane ride to Hawaii, I went to Hawaii. Did I, oh, did yeah. I tell you throw, that? Throw that in our faces. On the plane ride to Hawaii, I watched the last dance with Michael Jordan and the Chicago oh, yeah. Bulls from the 90s. And it was interesting, the comparisons between Michael and Trout. They didn't make it, but I did in my mind. Mm. Michael had he had to really fight to get to the playoffs. And the mm. narrative around him before he actually won was that Trout, or I'm sorry, that Mike is some that is going to win scoring titles and he's going to be great on the court but he's never going to win the big one and it Mm. took him about seven years to get there and there was something in me that said I wonder if that might be the narrative for Mike Trout moving Mm. forward is that he's the guy that can win all the awards but can never win the big one and I think that what's going to change for him is that America starts to acknowledge how good he really is and maybe the WBC is that thing and for the Angels to actually get some really good pieces around him we'll have a conversation about that tomorrow and locked on angels but this is something that I was really was really stirred in my heart as I was flying for six hours to to Hawaii <laughs> and so but oh, it, it just you. was it was yeah I know it was just part of the narrative I wonder if this might be the the grand showing for trout as he hit he hits 30 and he has another 10 years in baseball right and, mm-hmm. and maybe maybe he suddenly becomes kind of like the guy that everybody's like oh I know who that is he's the Ken yeah. Griffey jr he's the Albert Pujols right Th- those are my hopeful thoughts what do you think yeah I just think I mean basketball in the sense that you know you have five guys running that court and if there was ever a group effort a team effort in sports man it's it's baseball and and right. just that we promised him this big contract this big extension and said that we were going to build around him and the guy who promised that works for the Mets now right and so, <laughs> so and we just have no consistency yeah in this organization look uh, going back to WBC I just think it's great to have baseball early because it's going to be in March which will be yeah. a lot of fun yeah so more baseball please I'll take it any day of the week <laughs> heck yeah and one final note the goose is back goose That's right. is back on the team Phil Gosselin's on the team and here's the thing you know it's a bad season when you get excited about Phil Gosselin coming back on your team <laughs> <laughs> hey you know what though at least he's not gonna swing and miss all the time he can actually make contact so yeah he'll provide some some actual contact bat to ball contact with his team for a change Speaking of players and really good players, coming up on Lockdown Angels, we're going to talk about Zach Neto, who was selected by the Angels in the first round, and John and I will help you to get familiar with him. He seems like a really great guy and a really great player, was really excited to put on the Angel uniform. But first, Lockdown Angels is brought to you by our friends at BlueNile.com. Celebrate all of life's special moments, from creating the custom engagement ring of her dreams to gifting a classic and timeless jewelry piece, all at prices that you won't find 
at any traditional jeweler. Since 1999, our friends at BlueNile.com have helped millions and millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring. Looking for fine jewelry but having trouble choosing? That's always an issue, right? You're not sure which one you want. Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7. They're available via phone. Does anybody use the phone anymore? Or chat, which is actually, I think, what everybody would want to jump into, to help you find a memorable gift at every budget. So if it's not perfect, no problem. 100% satisfaction guarantee. And happening right now is Blue Nile's anniversary sale. You can save up to 40% on classic fine jewelry pieces and 25% on engagement ring settings. Plus, every order is insured, it ships free, and it arrives in a discreet package that won't give away what's inside. You can shop stress-free and find your forever piece. Go to BlueNile.com today. want to say thank you for making Lockdown Angels your first listen of the day. And NFL fans, have you ever wondered what NFL stars move the betting line the most? Well, our friends at Lockdown NFL have the answers. The Lockdown NFL podcast gives you the 50 most valuable players in the NFL from the odds makers at BetOnline. It's available now on the Lockdown NFL podcast and on YouTube. Well, Johnny, the Angels are 14. Team games under 500 at the Ugh. break. And here's the thing that really makes me sick to my stomach. You know, last year, we were 45 and 44 at the All-Star <laughs> break. Really? And here we are, 14 games, mm. under 500, 39 wins. But I actually think, and you actually think, and we're going to convince the listeners to think our way, that this is actually a good thing. So let's give you three reasons. I'll take reason number one. It means being 14 games under 500. It means that we can't ignore how bad this team really is. No Mm -hmm. more toxic positivity. When we're around 500, there's always, well, maybe if we got a couple Mm -hmm. of pieces, well, there is that third wild card spot. Well, maybe if we go on a streak right now, like you're going to have to really have high hopes and big beliefs that this team is going to do something in the Mm -hmm. second half, right? But I really think that it's time for this team, this leadership, this ownership to acknowledge the reality and deal with the reality instead of being eternally optimistic. Listen, I'm always optimistic. I'm always positive. But I think with this team, you have to admit like, okay, there are some gaping issues. There are some big things that we have to face and we have to fix. And I think being where they're at right now at the all-star break, it gives them permission to go, yeah, it sucks. And we're going to now make decisions to improve this team and Mm -hmm. not just tweak it so we can make the playoffs, but improve this team so that we can actually be a good team and go far in the playoffs. So that's reason number one. We can't ignore how bad this team really is. Reason number two, Michael, this team is the result of putting band-aids on broken arms. No, that's not the name of a emo album from the mid 2000s <laughs> a dashboard confessional that is, that is the current state of the angels but they do make me emo the angels make me emo gonna put band-aids uh, on broken arms <laughs> sorry <laughs> putting band-aids on broken arms listen we, we we grab whoever we can yep and we try to make them work with trout and otani and i yep. understand you want to build around those two guys because they are the centerpieces of the halos but when you have anthony rendon go down to injury 
Jonathan VR is not Anthony Rendon. Right. You should have made a trade. You should have made a move. You have to fix that hole in the infield. As great as Andrew Velasquez is on defense, there's no reason he should have as many at-bats as he does this season. And when David Fletcher was injured, they went with a combo of Velasquez, Wade, Renjifo, some sort of combination of that. And that's fine because you bring up some guys from AAA like Renjifo, and he's having a great season, actually, which is a pleasant surprise. But at the end of the day, you can't put duct tape over your sinking ship and yep. the holes that are filling up your boat with water. Yep. And, and this hasn't worked, and, and I can't think of any other teams in the past where filling holes like that has worked. And so right. there's not a proven method of success unless it's drafting well and developing well and making a trade for the missing piece that you need. Not not a DFA'd guy from the Cubs, who <laughs> the Cubs are not great. And right. if the Cubs don't want VR, then why would we need VR? Right. And the other thing is, too, I understand that it is a good opportunity for guys like McKinnon and Stefanik to come up and see what they can do. Yep. But this is their first taste of the show, and if you were serious about getting somewhere, I don't think those are the guys that should be here at the moment. And Correct. now that the season is where it is, I think that they'll be big-time players down the road. I think Stefanik is uh, really proven something here at the major league level, and I, I really like David McKinnon, but those guys can't be your solutions. They're yeah. your supplemental pieces. And all of that to say, this is the continuation of putting Band-Aids on broken arms I'm going to write the emo album because these <laughs> angels make me very, very sad. I'm going to go put my eye black on. <laughs> yes, I'm going to flat iron my hair, yeah. get some bangs. I can't do that. Uh, okay, <laughs> reason number three is this actually it gives Perry Manassian full permission to build this team in his image. Mm-hmm. He can get his coaches. He can get his manager. He can get his scouts. And he can get this team to a place where the narrative isn't, well, it was Billy Epler's team, or, well, Jerry DePoto made that decision. Perry must do everything he can to do everything that this team needs to win and Mm -hmm. build this team in his image. No more excuses. And I know Perry's only been on the job now. This is his second year. But now, no more excuses, Perry. No more excuses, Angels. This is your full opportunity. This is a clean slate for you. It's time to get what you need and stop putting Band-Aids on bullet holes. Stop doing, doing those things that really don't help this team. You have full permission now, Perry, to build this team in your image. Until he's let go after two years of doing it his way, and then the next GM will inherit his Perry stuff. No, let's not do that. Let's not speak that your mouth. (laughs) I'm with you. I think this does give Perry his full opportunity, and he deserves it because I think he's a really smart guy, and I like where he's come from. He's been around really smart people. And, and I understand that he's kind of limited in the moves that he can make. But with Joe Madden gone, the way the coaching staff is going right now, I, I just think that he's going to be able to clean house and have Perry Manassian's team next season. John, the greatest sponsor of Locked On Angels are our friends at Built Bar, and here's oh, yeah. why. Because they bribe us. They send us Built Bars <laughs> all of the time, and we are so thankful for that. And if you haven't tried a Built Bar, now's the time to try it because they have created the Coconut Brownie Chunk 
puff. Say that five times fast, right? Mm. And so it is deliciously chewy. It's a marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. And the best part is they actually taste good and they're good for you. Now, John and I have eaten Built Bars, Puffs, and the Bars. They are actually good. We're not paid to say that. They are actually very good. They're a low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein puff. The Coconut Brownie Chunk Puff is here for just a limited time, so go to Built.com right now to pick one up. All bars are created with collagen protein, which actually is really beneficial for your body. You can absorb protein efficiently, and it has a ton of health benefits. So eat something that tastes good, and it's actually good for you. This delicious, coconut-rich, sweet brownie, creamy marshmallow, mellowy puff is here and it's here for a limited time so go to built.com right now maybe order a box that way you can get a whole collection of different bars plus the chocolate the coconut brownie chunk built puff again that's fun to say You're and talking when about you the, do the mix box right the mix box is great oh, yeah it's, it's super good fantastic. and then you have a variety and then if your kid steals yes. one it's not a big deal and you can <laughs> still have one speaking from personal experience and when you go Actually, use the promo code LOCK15 and you can get 15% off of your order. Go to built.com today. Mike, last week while you were in Hawaii, uh, <laughs> I was in I, Hawaii. I don't know if you knew. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I wasn't aware. And somebody uh, on YouTube noticed my tan. Thank you. That's right. <laughs> It's because I have a huge forehead. It's not hard to <laughs> it's not hard to notice. <laughs> uh, well, last week when you were gone, we did a show about who the Angels could potentially pick at number thirteen mm-hmm. as their first pick of the draft. Yeah, it was and good I stuff. did some research, looked up what the experts were saying. They all said pitchers. I know. <laughs> yeah, they did. And we did not take a pitcher, but I'm actually. It was a welcome surprise, yes. right? Uh, the yep. Angels selected Zach Neto from Campbell University. He was the number 13 overall pick. He's ranked as the number 17th draft prospect yeah. by MLB Pipeline. But there were some people saying he could have easily gone top five, top yeah. 10, something like that. Yeah, they really like him. They really like him. And I really like this move, too, because I really think that getting somebody for the infield for the future is a very wise move on the Angels' part. And this goes back to... Perry Manassian and yep. the selections that him and his team are making. But here's his grades. He's, he's got a, uh, a 60 hit. He's got a 50 power, uh, 50 run, 55 arm, a 50 grade field, and overall a 55 scouting grade. So those yep. are some pretty good numbers there. Uh, he barely played during the 2020 season before he won the South, Big South Conference Player of the Year honors the next two years. Get That's these awesome. stats right here. He batted 403, 500, and 751 is his slash line. Wow. In three seasons, and he really proved himself with wood bats. I noticed that you see a lot of these uh, videos of these prospects, and you hear, Bing! and yes. you got to think about, well, once they get to the majors and play in the minors, it's it's all wood wood bats. So Right, right. It was great that he had some success, and he played against some really tough competition in the Cape Cod League last summer he's not only one of the better hitters in the college class but he could also have at least average tools Mm. across the board and some people uh, just kind of here and there on twitter i just noticed some comments and people really like the move and they really said that he's got 
a great upside to him. So uh, we're very excited about this pick. Tell me more about Neto. I watched a video on, on Twitter last night because, of course, it was blowing up. Angel's Heck Twitter yeah. was, was awesome. And Neto actually has an unconventional setup. I don't know if you saw oh, how I he did. hits. But, man, that boy has a leg kick. Like, he is the karate kid. He's going to he do the sweet chin music. The, the Heck HBK yeah. I mean, this guy, that leg kick reminds me a bit of, of Trout when he first came up. Mm-hmm. And it includes a pause and an uphill right-handed swing. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing that's really important and is so important for the Angels, which might help him to get through the, the minor leagues quickly. He has exceptional hand-eye coordination to make mm-hmm. all of this work. He looks to drive balls in the air, and he does have a pull side, but he's consistent in his contact despite his approach. So he can hit to all fields. Scouts say that he has at least solid bat speed and consistently gets into a good position to do damage, which we've seen this year. The Angels have not been good at that. And so this mm. bat might actually – can he come up right now? Can we just slot him in right now, right? <laughs> Please. And, and, and here's another quick note from scouts on Neto. He has average speed, but running the bases, he's very aggressive. And so mm-hmm. he may not steal a lot of bases, but he is going to go first to third. And he's got quick hands and quick feet and instincts. And that's the thing that's really important for some of these young guys. You can teach, you can teach skill. You can't teach will, right? Right. You can right. teach skill. You can't teach will. And he's got will. He's got instincts that I think will help him to be above average defender at shortstop. And his range actually might be better, according to scouts, at second base as he rises through the levels. And so that's a really key indication of where he might play. He's going to be short. He might be second base. John, mm-hmm. talk a bit about his arm because there's new stats <laughs> about like how fast people are throwing now for from shortstop to first base. Well, I think that's all because of O'Neill Cruz with the Pirates. <laughs> that, guy. that guy got a cannon over there at short. Yeah. Listen, the, the arm is not an issue because Zach Neto has actually pitched in relief yep. uh, in previous years. He's not going to be an official two-way player for the Halos, but he has hit 93 miles an hour as a reliever. Wow. Uh, for the Fighting Camels, and he started There's games at all four. In, I know, right? He started games at all four infield positions last season, so he that's can great. play all over the field, but like you said, primarily a shortstop, and usually as these guys get into the system and kind of figure things out, sometimes shortstops will end up as a second baseman. But yeah, one thing that I did see, and and I have no way of of proving this, but it was encouraging. He's got the uh, the Cuban. Miami swagger. He mentioned he likes to bring a lot of swagger to the field. He described himself as swaggy. Yeah, <laughs> I got some. Uh, I got some A Rod vibes there, dude. Like, okay, I I could see him being obviously pre steroids A Rod, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> who was very good. He by was the way. very good. Yeah, didn't need steroids <laughs> at all. So I I would be hopeful. Like that seems like a a good ceiling. Like that's the goal. Be be a new A Rod. Yeah. Right? I yeah. I would love to see. Zach Neto become somebody that we can really count on in the next few years. I'm very excited to see his development. Um, if we'd like to, we can get into more of some of the picks that we made over the next few episodes, just because I think there's a lot of interesting names and yep. and potential there. So maybe that's something we can continue to dive into here. But yeah, Zach Neto, by all accounts, a great number one pick. It surprised a lot of people because it wasn't a pitcher. But pretty much every projection had the Angels taking a pitcher because of last year. But 
At the same time, you got to go for the best player who's available, and the best player for the Angels was Zach Neto. If you want to break down on Zach Neto and any other player that the Angels drafted, you got to check out the Locked On MLB Prospects show. Yes. Lindsey Crosby was on his show for like, I think, 49,000 hours as he was watching the draft. <laughs> yes. And so, and he's just got information on these guys that nobody else has. So thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen. You should make the Locked On MLB Prospects show your second listen. Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia, and he is going to give you all the information that you need on your future favorite angels. That's what mm-hmm. I want to say, future favorite angels. And his podcast is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, keep up with Locked On Angels on Twitter at Locked On Angels, and then you can connect with Mike and I at Super Halo Bros. On Twitter and Instagram, I'm headed to the All-Star Game yeah. uh, in just a, a few hours here, so I'm very excited. Uh, but Mike, what do we have on deck for tomorrow's show? Well, quick note, if you want John's unfiltered thoughts, follow Super Halo Bros. <laughs> if you want John's professional thoughts, follow Locked on Angels. <laughs> if you want a yeah. mix of both, both, then you can follow both. Uh, tomorrow on <laughs> Locked on Angels, it's obvious that we're sellers, right? So who are we going to sell? John and I will tell you tomorrow on Locked on Angels. Usually I say I'm looking forward to that conversation, but this time it hurts too much. But yeah. Have, am, a, have I, a built bar. You'll be fine. That's right. <laughs> I do hope that you'll join us again tomorrow for more Locked on Angels. Until then, my name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. And we will see you right back here tomorrow for more Locked on Angels.